Out with the old, in with the new. Habits. You're listening to Psychologically Speaking, a podcast for anyone interested in understanding how psychology applies to everyday life. Welcome. I'm your host, Dawn Brinkley, and whether you're a student, an educator, or a lifelong learner, I think you'll find this podcast to be educational and entertaining. I'm so excited you're hanging out with me today. Hello, hello, hello everyone. I am back. It's a new year and I'm excited to be back on the mic talking to you again. It's been strange being away for so long, but guys, there has been so much going on. I can't even begin to tell you. you, um, You'll notice my audio again, once again, might not sound the best. I am still having, I had my laptop crash. I'm having external mic issues. So I'm still using um, my laptop mic, which my daughter swears is not the best sound quality. But hey, I have to do what I have to do to um, be here for you guys. And so I hope I waited long enough. I planned on getting back last month, but because I was trying to get all these technical issues sorted, that did not happen. But I am here today, and again, I am so excited to be back. The last part of 2021 was filled with so much change in my life, but I embraced every moment and I dealt with things head on. And now I'm ready, I'm back, I'm ready to roll again. If you're interested in what I've been up to since last September, be sure to listen to the little episode I put out. I thought I titled it, Where'd You Go, Dr. B? Which is a play on the title of one of my favorite books on mental health, which is called, Where'd You Go, Bernadette? I don't think that I ended up titling it that. Anyway, you get the idea. In that episode, I catch you up on the latest and greatest from the end of September up through like the end of the year. The universe was kind of, um, it was kind, it was fast-paced, but it was kind. And so I will start this episode with, oh, sorry guys, that is, I forgot to, um, Turn off my Yahoo reminder. Ah, oh, a second. Sorry. Um, let me pause this. Okay, we will get this going yet. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. But um, so as I start every episode, um, I will say on this episode. As a psychologist and psychology enthusiast, it's my job to dispel some of the myths people often have about psychology. As a true psychology nerd, I am defending my favorite subject matter against all false claims. Today's psychology myth or science topic, it takes 21 days to develop a new habit. Is this a psychology myth? Or is there empirical evidence to support this claim? You'll have to stick around to find out. Now, let's dive back into this week's episode. I'm so excited to 
have you join me for this talk about habits. Um, a few months back, I did a little mini workshop. It was really a mini um, interview for a uh, facilitator position I was seeking. And I had to do a short um, two-minute video on habits. And so I thought I'd share what I shared in that little clip with you today on this episode. So I'm excited to have you joining me for this talk about habits. Today I'll share with you what is a habit, how we view habits in everyday context versus what psychology says about habits, why habits matter, and I'll tell you about micro-stepping, which is a strategy that enhances your chances for success in implementing a new habit. First, I want to tell you the reason I decided that this would be a great topic for the beginning of the year is that around, so toward the end of January, maybe like the third week or so, many of you probably made resolutions at the beginning of January. Let me back up for just a second. But then typically around that third week of January, moving into the closer it gets to February, about 60 to 70% of people have already abandoned those resolutions. And so you have good intentions, you made those resolutions, but you're already at a point to where you've given up on them. And it's not uncommon, so don't feel discouraged. I no longer make New Year's resolutions. I used to be really big on New Year's resolutions, but a few years ago, I started implementing a word for the year. So a word that I choose to focus on, sort of like a personal mantra that I live by that's going to be relevant for me throughout the year. My word this year is, um, oh my gosh, what is my word? Persistence. Wow, I can't believe that. It's persistence, which is why I could not give up on trying to get this um, episode out for you guys, no matter what I had to do. Even if the audio does not sound all that great, I wanted to be here for you guys. But So my word is persistence. In thinking about why we might fail in our New Year's resolutions, sometimes we make these goals that are not achievable. We shoot too high, we aim too high, and then with that, we lose motivation. But if you want to start a new habit, it helps to think about what a new habit is. So we'll talk about that first. We can start with that. What is a habit? According to Webster's Dictionary, so we're talking about what Webster says a habit is versus what um, psychology says about habits. A habit is defined as a usual way of behaving, something that a person often does in a regular and repeated way, according to Webster's Dictionary. According to psychology, you might say that habits are cued, learned, procedural responses. So they're typically something that happens in, on a subconscious level. These are behaviors that are thought to be protected against any lapses in conscious motivation, which is often the case because they are a behavior that we've trained ourselves to do, and so they become automatic, cued responses that we've acquired through repetition. 
if you are a smoker or you know someone who smokes, you can see this in their smoking behavior. The interesting thing about these behaviors is that in order to start a new habit, you often need to replace your old habit. So you want to start a new habit, you typically would replace an old habit, which is often why you see smokers end up eating in place of smoking a cigarette. Freud would say that smokers have like an oral fixation. They were they were stuck at some stage in their development and it's the oral, um, they have an oral fixation where they have to focus on their mouth. And so what happens is when they're no longer putting that cigarette in their mouth, they begin to put something else there and that tends to be food. That's how they end up eating. So the idea is that you want to replace these repetitive um, behaviors and even the cues that are associated with these behaviors. So for example, stress might be an emotional cue that cues a smoker to reach for a cigarette. So you have this cue and then you in turn link the behavior with that cue. Why do habits matter? Habits are powerful and they drive a large percentage of our everyday behavior. They influence the way we think, act, and feel. You could say, you've heard the expression, you are what you eat. When it comes to habits, you are what you do. The great thing about this is that if you change your habits, you have the power to change your life. So because you are what you do, when you change what you're doing, you can change your life. What can you do to start a new habit? My advice is to begin by keeping it simple. So the KIS method, you could even say KISS, which is what a lot of people do say. So I'll say keep it short and simple, KISS. One of the ways that you can keep it short and simple is to try a method called micro-stepping. Micro-stepping is making small steps toward reaching your goal, which will in turn help you to start a new habit. For example, if your goal is to exercise more daily, you can start by adding a 10-minute walk to your day. You'll want to repeat this step every day for one month on a consistent basis. So be consistent, be intentional. Treat this time as an appointment and make sure you keep that point appointment. Even if that means if you're old school like me, I like to write things down because I like lists and I like to check things off my list. You can add these things to your calendar. You can set an alarm every day. The bottom line is that you just want to make sure that you're keeping that appointment. The idea behind micro-stepping is that if you identify your goal and do at least one thing daily to work toward that, no matter how small, how much time you spend, no matter how insignificant it might seem, the important thing is that it is significant to you and that's what matters most. One success tends to lead to the next and so you can stay on track and celebrate those small things. 
Make sure you celebrate you in the midst of all of this. Again, it doesn't matter that it might seem mediocre to others. It, it's meaningful to you. And don't worry about getting it perfect. Just get up and get going. How can you create mindfulness habits that will lead to less stress and allow you to make better use of your time? Well, you can commit to making these changes and begin to organize and prioritize to gain focus and make better use of your time. So again, if you're taking, your goal is to exercise and you're looking at it in 10 minute increments. So you can take 10 minutes out of your day to intentionally do something beneficial for you or someone else. And that can make a big difference. So if you're... Um, Goal is to start giving more. You know, you can take 10 minutes out of your day to check on a loved one and find out if there's something you can do. If you want to start meditating, um, you want to start your day with at least 7 to 10 minutes of mindful meditation or in your day with a quiet time if that works better for you. You can put that goal um, on your calendar. Write it down so that you see it and put that alarm on your clock for that 10 minutes. If you take a 30-minute lunch break, you can spend 20 minutes eating mindfully and then 10 minutes after that taking a mindful walk. And that, again, would apply to that 10-minute um, exercise. Or if you have a 15-minute break, you can take five minutes to um, engage in a focused breathing exercise. That might help you to meditate as well if meditation is your goal. Also, if you want to get more, say you want to listen to more podcasts, you just, you know, you listen to several, but you have a, a new favorite that you want to get in. So you can take that um, 30 minute lunch break and then spend the first 20 engaging in your mindful eating. And then that remaining 10 minutes can be spent listening to your favorite um, podcast. You get the idea. The possibilities are endless. The key in all of this and what these things have in common is that you're living with intent. You're living moment by moment and you're realizing that you hold the power to transform your life. So whether it be five minutes here, 10 minutes there, you're doing it little by little. And this cues you in or brings to mind the idea that the race of life is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Distance runners need to pace themselves to achieve endurance. And so whether you pace yourself or not is up to you. But you want to remember that whether big or small, a win is a win. Like it, it, it doesn't have to be something huge. It doesn't have to be something extravagant. Small steps or small wins lead to big victories. Okay, so that brings us to today's psychology myth or science topic. The psychology myth or science topic was that it takes 21 days to develop a new habit. Is this a psychology myth or is there empirical evidence to support this claim? Well, folks, I want to tell you that recent research says that this is a myth. According 
to a researcher by the name of Philippa Lally, a health psychology researcher at University College in London. A new habit usually takes a little more than two months, 66 days to be exact, and can take as much as 254 days until it is fully formed. So one of the most significant things you can do is just to get started and don't beat yourself up if you don't see results overnight because it does take a while so even if you started that resolution and you are like 60 to 70 percent of the population and you've already you've already given out given up don't worry about it you can start you know today and Start again and do it with purpose, do it with focus, and do it with intent. And break it down into little steps so that you're more likely to be successful. So consider this. What if you picked just one thing to focus on and to bring more of in your daily life? One intention, one daily action, or one habit? One thing that you know makes a difference to how you show up to the world each day. What would that be? If you took a moment and thought about that, or took a moment to think about that, what would that be? And what could happen if you committed to it most days without fail? How great could you be? Thank you for joining me today. Again, that concludes this episode of Psychologically Speaking. Be sure to visit my blog at drbemindful.com for some useful self-help tips and highlights of the podcast episodes. I encourage you to invite a friend to listen. I always welcome your suggestions and feedback at dawnb at drbemindful.com. Or you can post them using the contact me link on the blog. I am so happy to be back with you. And as always, thanks for hanging out with me today.